This episode of the Power Connect Podcast News You Can Use is brought to you by 30tonetzero.com. We must not confuse dissent with disloyalty. What did he say? You ready? Welcome into the Power Connect Podcast. I'm your host, Fred Davis. Episode number 28 of the program rolls along. Happy Monday to everybody. Hopefully you guys had a great weekend. It was actually somewhat decent temperature-wise, well, for part of the weekend anyway. And uh, it felt actually quasi-human for just a few for a few hours at the very least. And, of course, Sunday it ratcheted back up, depending upon what part of the country you're in. And, of course, uh, we'll actually get to parts of that today in the news you can use. Yes, that's right. It is a news you can use. Obviously, a big news over the weekend. Uh, the Climate Bill, a.k.a. the Inflation Reduction Act of 2022, passed the Senate on Sunday. So, obviously, that was big news. We're going to get to that here in just a little bit. But, as always, don't forget, make sure you follow, subscribe to the podcast, the Power connect.net and of course and you can always find us on apple and spotify if you find us on apple if you listen to us there be sure to leave us a five-star rating and make sure you listen to the podcast episode in its entirety you will be glad that you did all right let's get right down to it we've got five big stories for you today here is news you can use After a marathon 27-hour weekend session of debate and Republican efforts to derail the package, the United States Senate approved the legislation known as the Inflation Reduction Act by a 51-50 party line vote. Vice President Kamala Harris cast a tie-breaking ballot that is designed to fight climate change, lower drug costs, and raise corporate taxes. The bill's price tag sits at $430 billion. The bill is expected to pass when it's sent to the House of Representatives for a vote on Friday when representatives plan to reconvene briefly during a summer recess. They are expected to pass it, which would then send the bill to the White House for Biden's signature. Biden said he looked forward to signing the bill into law over the weekend. Quote, the Senate is making history, an elated Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer said after pumping his fists in the air as Democrats cheered and their staff members responded to the vote with a standing ovation. Quote, to Americans who have lost faith that Congress can do big things, this bill is for you. This bill is going to change America for decades. Schumer said the legislation contains the boldest clean energy package in American history to fight climate change while reducing consumer costs for energy as well as some medicines. The legislation is aimed at reducing carbon emissions and shifting consumers to green energy while cutting prescription costs for the elderly and tightening enforcement on taxes for corporations and the wealthy. Because the measure is intended to pay for itself and reduce the federal deficit over time, Democrats contend that it will help bring down inflation and economic liability that is also weighed on their hopes for retaining legislative control in the run-up to the 2024 presidential election. Republicans, however, argued that the bill will not address inflation, have denounced the measure as a job-killing, left-wing spending wish list that could undermine growth when the economy is in danger of falling into recession. For more on the story, go to Reuters.com. The Iraq power grid shuts down amid extreme heat. Extreme heat is paralyzing Iraq, forcing shutdowns in the overstretched power grid as authorities extend public holidays to protect employees from 125-degree temperatures. Iraq ranks fifth on the list of countries most vulnerable to the impacts of climate change, and it is heating faster than much of the globe. Almost 20 years after the U.S.-led invasion of Iraq, the country is still ill-equipped to cope with the climate strain. 
in southern provinces like Basra. Authorities said Saturday that the electricity grid has lost power for a second night in a row, leaving millions of homes without light or air conditioning. By Sunday morning, the governor of the Dikar province, one of the poorest in Iraq, said that a public holiday for state employees would be extended until the religious festival of Muharram begins Tuesday due to the noticeable rise in temperatures. But his forecast indicated that most Iraqi provinces were likely to witness temperatures of around 120 degrees or higher for most of this week. The electricity grid is not the only public service faltering as the country's other two forms of industry, farming and fishing, are also being ravaged by the heat and drought. For more on the story, you can go to seattletimes.com. Grass is gone in Vegas. The heat has gotten so bad and the drought's gotten so bad in Las Vegas that climate change has helped make water ever more scarce so that under a new Nevada law, the grass has got to go, according to CBSNews.com. Quote, when we look at outdoor water use in southern Nevada, landscaping far and away is the largest water user, and of that, it's grass, said Bronson Mack of the Las Vegas Water Authority. The city's already pulled up about 4 million square feet of grass on public property so far this year because thirsty green parkways are something they just can't afford anymore. Quote, the grass you see behind me is not long for this world, Mac told CBS News. In fact, within the next couple of months to a year, the grass will be completely eliminated and it will be replaced with drip irrigated trees and plants. So far, water waste investigators, a.k.a. water cops, patrol the neighborhoods, taking note of who's watering when and how much of that water goes down the drain. For more on the story, go to cbsnews.com. England braces for high winter energy costs. A new analysis from energy consultant Auxilion shows the average British energy bill is set to climb to nearly 4,000 pounds, or 4,800 U.S. dollars, a year from January as gas prices continue to push upwards. This exceeds what the British government, which sets the price cap for nearly 20 million households in the country, has anticipated. It's said that between October and December, the price cap is likely to be around 3,500 pounds per year for the average household. Energy bills are currently capped at almost 1,971 pounds, already a record high. Britain is feeling the pinch from high energy prices thanks to Russian state gas producer Gazprom as it claimed it was unable to take delivery of a turbine which is vital to running one of its main pipelines to Europe. As a result, the price from January will soar by another 500 pounds, hitting 3,994 pounds, research from Auxilion showed. Predictions for January are still uncertain as there are more than three months left until the price is decided. October's prediction will be more accurate. Go to oilprice.com for more on the story. Not everything is rosy about the new climate bill. Automakers worried about EV tax credits. Despite jubilation surrounding the new climate bill, the EV credits touted in the bill may not be so creditable after all, according to a report in Reuters. Automakers have been privately expressing concern about the proposal's increasing requirements for vehicle batteries and critical mineral contents to be sourced from the U.S., John Bazella, who heads the Alliance for Automotive Innovation that represents General Motors, Toyota, Motor, Ford, among many others, indicated 70% of 72 U.S. electric, plug-in hybrid, and fuel cell EVs would be ineligible for the tax credits upon passage. Quote, none would qualify for the full credit when additional sourcing requirements go into effect. Without the tax credit, the vehicles remain costly for most American consumers, which impacts demand and sales. It would also slow progress for Joe Biden's target to have half of all new vehicles sold 
to be electric or plug-in by 2030. Manchin has made clear his intentions. I don't believe we should be building a transportation mode on the backs of foreign supply chains, the West Virginia senator said earlier last week. The bill includes rising requirements for the percentage of battery components originating from North America based on value. After 2023, it would disallow batteries with any Chinese components. Automakers want to expand countries from which batteries, battery components, and critical minerals can be sourced to include NATO members, Japan, and others. The new EV tax credits, which would expire at the end of 2032, would be limited to trucks, vans, and SUVs with suggested retail prices of no more than 80 grand and to cars priced at no more than 55 grand. They would be limited to families with adjusted gross incomes of up to $300,000 annually. Go to Reuters.com and Bloomberg.com for more. That's going to do it for today's edition of News You Can Use. Don't miss tomorrow's episode. We welcome to the program from 4M Analytics, Mr. David Horesh, Director of Marketing for the Data Analytics Company. Great work they're doing, starting over in Israel and then moving over here to the United States. And it is a fascinating story and how their whole origin came about. You definitely do not want to miss that. And, of course, if you want to be featured on News You Can Use, give us a follow on LinkedIn. Follow us on Twitter as well, at the Freddie D. That's at the Freddie D. Uh, to have your company's news and and or information read to the entire energy industry. This has been News You Can Use on the Power Connect podcast, connecting the energy transition one conversation at a time. 